Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Hello and welcome. Is it spring yet? Uh, let's go. I'm ready to get out and hit some golf balls, you know, without a coat. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. Hard to believe that the Illini spring football game is less than two weeks away, coming up on Thursday, April 21st. And a little bit of a tease here. Joining us on next week's show is Martin O'Donnell, the former Illini lineman and current color commentator on the Busey Radio Network for the Illini. We'll get his take on this second edition of the Brett Bielema program, uh, football here at the University of Illinois. That's still coming up next week. We'll talk with uh, Matt Stevens, by the way, Illini guys, football writer and analyst uh, in just a few minutes on the Busey Bank newsmaker line. Uh, he's sliding in here momentarily. Let's start, though, with uh, basketball. The season now complete and a former a couple of uh, a former couple of former Illini getting fitted for rings this week. Bill Self and Jalen Coleman lands at age 40 uh, as Kansas <laughs> wins the NCAA title. It just proves if you stay in college long enough, eventually you'll win a championship. <laughs> it only took seven years for Jalen Coleman lands, but he got it. But you know what? I'm happy for him. Now, I remember when he, he's a, he's a, he's, he's a good kid and he's been all over the place and good for him, you know? So, um, you know, he got to play two minutes in that game and he's still got a ring regardless. Yeah. And, and it was an entertaining game. I mean, you know, as you, as you watched it, it was a fun game come from behind victory for, for coach self. Um, I don't hold a lot of antipathy for Coach Self. I know a lot of people are frustrated that he left. I looked at it as we had an AD, obviously not Josh Whitman, but we had an AD who underpaid a great coach, leaving the door wide open for the Wolves to get in the chicken coop, and that's what happened. So it is what it is, and good for Coach Self, and, and maybe we'll see Coach Underwood doing the same thing. I think he's got that kind of uh, charisma, that kind of talent as a coach. I would agree with you. Uh, Bill Self, second title in, in 19 years. Now the question is, will it will it go on the record books as a championship? Because Bill Self faces five level one allegations against him by the NCAA. So there are some suspensions coming down in Lawrence. Um, you would expect probably Bill Self probably is not going to coach again until probably December. Probably going to have a, set several games out at the very minimum. Um, will Kansas hold on to their their title there is precedent now with louisville um having a title vacated what do you guys see as a future right now of kansas basketball and and even bill self well i i just like to say i'd make the announcement here the, the jayhawk guys may be talking to somebody but it's not me it's not brad sturdy so i just want you to know that <laughs> the jayhawk guys sports spectacular for those of you around when Bill Self, that's what he said the last time. So, no, but um, so I, I think they're going to get something. I think it's going to be probation, could be a postseason ban for a year. Um, I don't, Self will pro, might probably get a suspension. He's not going to get what Will Wade or Sean Miller got. He's not going to get fired because he's got the backing of his administration. Um, and so I think you're going to, I think you'll see them get something, but it's not going to be near as severe. I don't think they'll vacate the title because they'll say none of the players were involved is what they're going to do because, you know, vacated titles don't help anybody because then North Carolina's like, well, crap, we, we still don't win because it didn't, didn't do us any good. So, Yeah, I mean, look, the bottom line is, is if you're a coach and you have the support of your school, um, do whatever you can to win. I mean, basically, you know, ultimately it, he'll be fine. The program will be fine. 
And, you know, North Carolina proved years ago when you didn't send kid to, you know, there were classes that were fake for what, two decades. Um, there was no, no harm, no foul on that. So, so ultimately win the title, put the, put the W up on the board, hang the thing in the rafters and take your chances. That's the way the NCAA operates and it is what it is, right? Yeah, the NCAA has proven that that they underpunish, except when it's Illinois, uh, 1990, Chuck Smirk. Uh, for those of you who are around uh, back then, 17 allegations, none proven to be true. We can't prove any of them. However, we're going to issue these massive penalties and people the program for five years. Uh, but just I digress. in case. Yeah, just in case, because you, you did do whatever we think you did, but we can't prove it. Um, which, which, Larry, that's why I never saw Deion Thomas play one game in college. Yeah. Because I was so angry at the NCAA that I didn't watch a college basketball game for like five or six years. Yeah, I, that, that, that's 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 the type of hissy fit I can throw. <laughs> and, and, and you you could throw a tantrum with the best of them, Mike. There's no question. <laughs> I, can, I, I can I can throw a Robert Montgomery <laughs> night like tantrum. <laughs> we just now we need a pizza place to do him wrong. That's the only chance oh, we boy. have. <laughs> We can get him in shape yet. That's all yeah, we have to do. You know what will happen, Brad? Then there'll be makeup pizza. No. <laughs> oh, God. We're off to a roaring start. <laughs> Folks, hang in there. It, 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 it gets better. Uh, <laughs> we hope. <laughs> we, we believe. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's uh, that's something else. Well, <sighs> I, I agree with you guys that it's, um, you know, it, it's just it's what the NCAA does. Um, it, it's, it's the way they do it. Um, I know they're trying to change these things. That's where I'm, I'm one that Mike, I agree with you do what you have to do and, and go, go to the wall and then let the chips fall where they may, because they usually most teams, they, they fall, uh, the penalty really isn't, uh, isn't that bad in the end. Totally, yeah, I, totally I, agree. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, you're just going to, they're going to fire an assistant and blame him. Usually that's what ends up happening because right. we blame an assistant. You know, it was this one guy, one guy did it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> it was <laughs> snacks and he's gone. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's what Bill, Bill just going to blame Jaren's Howard. So yeah, it's Jaren's Howard. He did it all. Yeah. You know, I yeah. Shucks. I didn't even know what Jaren's is doing. You know? At least we got him. At least we got him out of here. We did our due diligence. Yeah, we did what we had to do, and, and we love Jarence. I mean, Jarence is a great guy. I know Jarence very well, so yep. this is not bagging on Jarence, but this right. is how it works. It rolls downhill, and they yeah. find somebody to, to to blame everything on. Yeah, yeah. It was that janitor. <laughs> it was that guy who cleans the restrooms. He did it. <laughs> you know, and he's was, the bag man. He is the bag man. Which janitor it was? It was the janitor who was in Breakfast Club. It was Carl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was, it was yeah. Carl's fault. It's Carl's fault. He did it and he's out of here. We, we'd send him to K State instead. So, um, no, you're exactly right. And yeah. And by the way, you know, Jarrett's a good friend. We're not trying to bang on him. But uh, by the way, Brad Sturdy, I give you credit for breaking into your Bill Self voice there for just momentarily picked up on that. Uh, it's just fool's gold, you know, <laughs> sometimes just hitting shots and, you know, so make shots early and then you don't guard, got to guard, you know. So, anyway. Awesome. All right. Well, as you can tell, we're loaded for bear. Stay with us just ahead. It's football. The latest from spring practice in Champaign may not be nearly this entertaining, but we'll do our best. Matt Stevens of the Illini guys joins us up next here on the Illini guys radio network. Oh, it'll be entertaining.
Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Illini underscore guys, same for Instagram. And you can always email us if you want to reach us, info at IlliniGuys.com. We love all the stuff that you guys write in. We appreciate the kind words and we respect uh, the not so kind words as well. Hey, a really nice note uh, this week, by the way, and uh, along those same lines. And uh, again, glad uh, that gentleman uh, joins us each week right here at the same time and place. Thanks so much. Time now for our newsmaker line presented by Busey Bank. The Illini football team making some noise on campus this week as spring practice continues. New offensive coordinator Barry Lunny Jr. talking this week about the passing game. Let's take a listen. Well, we've got to get fun. better at throwing and catching. I mean, yeah. that's that's. That's, um, that's, that's paramount that we do, and it starts, you know, it, it progresses. It literally starts on um, one-on-none, right? One-on-none. So we got to throw and catch and keep the ball off the ground on one-on-one. On, one on then it goes to one-on-one. -on -one. Can we throw to win off a defender driving on the ball? Then it goes to Skelly, right? Can we, can we throw and catch when there's no pass rush? And then you've got to get those building blocks in place before you can expect to go to team in 11-on-11 with the pass rush and with blitzes to build throw and catch. And so I was really pleased today the way we practiced in that area. It didn't show up in team as much, but it, if we get better daily at those things about just one-on-one, I know as simple as that sounds, you throw the ball one-on-none -on -one to keep the ball off the ground, and then one-on-one -on -one to keep the ball off the ground and throw to win, and then seven-on-seven -seven for completions. And then that's how you build a, a, a you know a competency and uh, – confidence more than that confidence in their throwing game and so we've made some strides in that but these last eight days we're going to have to continue to build on that and over the summer and fall camp for us to get ready to be game ready to throw a catch well let's bring in matt stevens now football writer and analyst for alliniguys.com you can read his stuff on the website and you can hear him right now matt welcome i know you had a piece this week on alliniguys.com in fact i think that was a question that you asked um for that piece kind of simple stuff right i mean you got to throw and catch before you can even go move forward with this, uh, this offense. Yeah. I think Barry kind of opened himself up to some, you know, happy criticism from Illini fans who <laughs> didn't think last year they could throw it and catch it against air. And that's what they're trying to do in spring sometimes is the one-on-none stuff is, Hey, let's see if we can, you know, throw and catch a pass like against nobody against air. Can we move the ball against air? And if we can do that, then maybe we can do it against one defender, like a one-on-one -on -one situation. And then if we do that, then we can maybe work on some seven-on-seven -seven stuff without a pass rush. And if all that goes well, that, then you start seeing what you saw in the first scrimmage on sat this past Saturday. 
and the second scrimmage, um, you know, this weekend and what you're going to see in the spring game coming up here at the end of the month. So um, it's all a step-by-step process for Barry. And I like that he's being very, very, you know, kind of elementary in how he's doing this. Cause I mean, Barry's right. If you can't throw and catch against nobody, you're not going to be able to do it against 11 defenders. So it's a very, when you finish dead last in passing offense in the big 10, each of the last two years, it's, it's a slow rebuild for that. But I think Barry's up to it because I think they know that they have at least the trigger man and Tommy DeVito that they can count on this year. And then they have some other options that they, they want to get figured out on the outside of, of Tommy that these 15 practices are all about. I couldn't listen to that quote without thinking of lollygaggers. You, you know, that, that from Boulder. I was thinking, you, you throw the ball, you catch the ball. It's a simple game. You know what I mean? So, I, mean, I was I just was th- thinking about it. I was thinking the other one, Sturdy, which is like if we win one game and then we win another game, that's called a winning streak, fellas. Like, <laughs> so, no, I mean, if we throw it against nobody and catch it, that's progress and if we yep. actually do it in a game that's called a completion like that's it's, it's Barry's kind of just you know he knows that he's starting out from the bare bones foundation of this in terms of passing and so we're just trying to get the basics done fellas so, is that so a, ba- as you as you kind of look at follow-up Matt you, you sure. have these um you know the passing game is the quarter obviously you have a quarterback who's uh, he's a proven quarterback I mean he's a proven power five quarterback who's throwing the ball well so is the bigger concern probably just getting them on the same page or is it the receiving core that that really needs to step up and take up the slack there are options at ride receiver that need to step up and prove themselves that they are capable of being power five conference wide receivers out you know that Tommy DeVito can count on probably outside of Isaiah Williams in the slot you have a lot of question marks I think a lot of Brian Hightower on the outside he hasn't proven it at Illinois I think Casey Washington is a reliable receiving option hasn't proven it on a consistent basis Uh, Kamari Thompson is a jet can run faster probably than anybody on campus short of anybody on the track team hasn't proven it in a game yet so there's a lot of options all of which I just mentioned were probably either dinged up or, or held out of the first scrimmage. Um, so Tommy was working with a whole bunch of nobodies. And um, so then you've got guys like Sean Miller an incoming, you know, you know, early enrollee hasn't proven anything in an Illinois Jersey. So there's a lot of guys, are, there, are you guys sensing a pattern? There's not a whole <laughs> lot of reliable options right now in game action that Tommy DeVito can rely on. That's why these 15 practices in this fall camp are so critical is just getting them on page and getting them to do exactly what Barry wants them to do in a new, in a, in a relatively similar offense, but with different pace that Barry wants to go at. So what I'm hearing from you and, and Barry is that we're going to have a, a Mike White style offense next fall. <laughs> so, so I think Illini fans are obviously they're they're wanting you know that that type of of thing. Um, what do you think this increased pace? What is this going to do for the Illini offense? You know when they're out there on the field, and what are defenses going to have to deal with that they didn't have to worry about last year? What they didn't have to worry about was calling defenses on the fly because Illinois was always going to huddle, always usually going to substitute, and usually going to take a lot of time in between plays. If a play works, I think Barry comes from the SEC Southern School of, hey, let me wind my hand and let's do that again. I saw Gus Malzahn do that an awful lot. It's not complicated, fellas. Hey, that worked. Let's do it again. Um, And it doesn't allow the defense to sub. It doesn't allow them to, uh, you know, line up properly. What I found interesting on Saturday when I talked to, or on Monday when I talked to Barry Lunny and on Saturday when I talked to uh, Brett Bielema is that this is not going to be an Oregon style 
you know, speed option offense. They're not going to try to snap it 90 times in a football game. I think Illinois wants to go at different paces. They, they, they want just like a, less like a basketball game. Like they, they want to be able to slow it down when they have to, they want to be able to get out and transition when they have to. Illinois wants to be able to at least be competent as Barry Lenny said in all of those things. So I think that's what you're going to see. Mike, I just, I don't see a Mike White offense. I don't see a Jeff George, you know, Jack Trudeau, uh, you know, Tony Eason type trigger guy and wide receivers like David Williams, one of our Illini guys. I don't see that out there yet. But what I see is, is them trying to get on pace with what Barry wants to do, which is go at different speeds, not go at the same meandering pace that they went last year because they just didn't have a whole lot of playmakers and didn't and, and going big and going slow was basically how they wanted to go last year because that was that was proficient. Well, they were a bunch of they were they were a bunch of meanderers. Then going back to what Brad talked about with lollygaggers. The barge package was not meant for speed, fellas. Like, then that's that's how they won a game in Happy Valley. Trust me. Talking with Matt Stevens here, the lollygag up the middle. You he is lollygag on the outside. Atlanta guys, football writer and analyst here on the uh, segment here presented by Busey Bank. More with Matt after a quick timeout here on the Atlanta guys Sports Spectacular. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care. Sports Spectacular continues now, talking with Matt Stevens on the Illini Guys. Uh, he's the football writer and analyst on IlliniGuys.com. We read his stuff all the time. If you remember, if not, uh, you need to get with it. Hey, so before the break, Matt, we were talking about in terms of um, this is not going to be like an Oregon type, the, the speed type offense. Um, I think that's the thing, too, that you, and you wrote about this uh, in your notes this week from practice. This is one where the running back room is still very important, where you're still going to see 30 plus carries uh, a game. This is still a Brett Bielema team, right? Yeah. Uh, to put it in basketball terms, I'm sure it would be entertaining to watch Kofi shoot up 10 to 12 threes a game. Illinois probably wouldn't win a whole lot of games doing that. Um, throwing the ball 50 to 55 times a game for Illinois is not going to be how this team wins football games. The running back room, guys, has the most talent of anybody offense, offensive room on this campus right now, and it's, it's not close. And so why wouldn't you want to give that kind of talent the amount of opportunity that you can and do it in a way that spreads out the carries? Corey Patterson, you know, frustrated the heck out of me last year because it seemed like he would take guys out after getting a, you know, 10, 15-yard gain. And I don't know if he's going to continue to do that, but I think he he likes to play hot potato with his guys because he knows how much talent he has when you're talking about a Chase Brown, a Josh McCray, um, even a Reggie Love who comes from his high school at Trinity. He didn't get a whole lot of opportunity, but Reggie's really, really talented. And they're really, really high on Aiden Lawfrey coming out as an early enrollee. And they're trying to get him the football as many times as they can and figure out how many, how many times they can get him the football as a true freshman. So I just named you four guys 
If you split that among, you know, 10 carries each, somewhere around 10 carries each, now you're in the 35, 40 carry category. And that's still going to be the bread and butter of a Brett Bielema, Barry Lenny offense. And I I still think you're going to see that. You're, You're trying to get your most talented people the football the most talented people on the skill positions right now might be at, at running back. And so I think that that's why you're seeing that. As we look at running game, obviously the most important part of the running game though, is you got to have the backs, but you got to have the offensive line is the offensive line. And, and they have some guys to replace some really good offensive linemen. They have to replace some guys who are going to get be playing on Sunday. So what's the status there at the offensive line? It's interesting. I, I, I didn't know if I would be saying the name Alex Pilstrom as much as I am right now. Uh, I would be kind of surprised at this point unless something drastically changes. I think Bart Miller thinks that's his, his starting center. And I would have never said that about about Pill, you know, 12 months ago. I just I didn't see him as an interior offensive lineman that you could count on. I certainly didn't see him at center, which is not something he had done before this offseason. Um, and then. Paucho at the guard, uh, and then they really like Jordan Slaughter, who would have started last year if he doesn't break his ankle in fall camp. Um, and then the question marks are outside. Julian Pearl hasn't done anything this spring because he jammed his finger and thumb playing basket and played in a pickup basketball game. But they've seen him on tape do good things. The other tackle spot is wide open, and I think Isaiah Adams has an absolute opportunity to win that over on the left side. But they like what they see out of Zai Chrysler too, because at 350 pounds, that kid is massive, and he has actually quicker feet than you would think, as somebody that big and coming out of junior, Mississippi Junior College. So I, I feel like they have options, and they're deeper than they were last year. And I didn't even mention guys like Alex Barlev and you know Josh Kruitz, who's challenging Pill at center. But I think that there's guys that, that can be swing guys in the interior and on the offensive tackle that can help them next year. And I, I think Bart Miller is starting to just grow that room to a list of eight or nine guys that can help them in, the, in this upcoming fall season. You know, the defense finished the year just more and more dominant as the, as the season went on. Um, they've, they've lost some players. Obviously, Kirby Joseph, you know, going to go in the – second round, maybe even gets lucky that even some drafts have him in the first round. Um, what, what's the defense going to look like? Because that was such an uh, integral part of what they were able to do last year uh, towards the end of the season. The good news there, Mike, is that the position coach, the, that coach, the, the guy that coaches that specific position, which is safeties, is your defensive coordinator in Ryan Walters. So he has three guys that he likes, he feels really good about. One is uh, you know, obviously Sidney Brown, um, Chase Brown's identical twin. He he will be one of those safeties. They really, really like the idea of, you know, trying to figure out, an, um, you know, if the, the redshirt freshman, like there's a couple of redshirt freshmen that can, you know, step up and do that. If they can't, there's a couple of other options that Illinois, you know, is, is looking at at this point. You know, one is Kendall Smith, who came back for his senior year after putting his name in the portal. They like him as, as an opposite safety option um, alongside Sidney Brown. And, and then there, there are a couple, but they feel like there's about three guys um, that they, they feel can, you know, rotate in between the, that safe, those two safety spots. They'll be okay. What I'm most concerned about is the big guy at nose tackle. I think they have three guys that they feel good about, but they haven't narrowed it down to one guy that they think is going to be the replacement for Rod Perry. And that's, that's the combination of T. Rod Edwards, Calvin Avery and Virtus Brown. Now I think if they can make it a three for one type of deal, that's great. But um, Calvin Avery and, and Virtus need to prove that they can play more than, you know, 30 snaps a game. 
and T. Rye Edwards needs to address to this new system. If that can happen, I think that Illinois can be really, really good because then you're not forcing Keith Randolph and Johnny Newton to play essentially out of position and they can just go harass the quarterback from their DN spots in this odd man front. And then I think Illinois can be really, really good because they have really, really good guys on the interior linebacker spots that are being coached by Andy Boo. And he's trying to get a whole bunch of those dudes out on the, out on the field as much as possible. Matt, got about 30 seconds left. Quick sure. question. It was great to see Art Sikowski uh, talking to the media, smiling. Um, obviously, he's only throwing behind uh, you know, closed doors right now as he rehabs from surgery. Uh, quick update on his status. I think he's your backup quarterback. I think he's healthy enough by come fall camp, and that's the goal. This 12-step process that the training staff and Brett Bielema are putting him through before they, they put him in live action is going to have to be check, check all the way through before they hit fall camp. He feels good about being able – he's ahead of schedule. And by the fact that he's ahead of schedule, um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't think you've seen the true Art Sitkowski and what he can do physically until he gets he got that shoulder fixed. And so I'll be interested come fall camp to see what he looks like because nobody's going to see that until August. But I think, I think if Art is physically healthy, he could get me back to the player that he was coming out of high school, which is a four-star kid out of IMG. All right. All right. Good stuff. We'll leave it there. Matt Stevens, great reporting. Uh, we know we've got uh, more to do here this weekend. And again, the spring game coming up on uh, April 21st. Matt, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Matt Stevens, Illini guys, football writer and analyst. Hey, we'll check in with the other Illini guy, DeMonte Williams. That's next on the Sports Spectacular. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. It's the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. And hey, big shout out to the winner of the Illini Guys second annual $1,000 bracket challenge. We do it every year. It is free to all Illini Guys members. $1,000 on the table. Tim from Wheeling, Illinois had the best bracket and had Kansas winning it all. He finished second last year, but he takes first place this year. 169 brackets submitted. Um, Mike, we may have to up the prize money next year. Um, it, it's a good thing you and I aren't eligible because we weren't even close anyway. Yeah, I, I, I had my worst ever year of brackets this year. And that's actually saying something because I've had some bad years. Um, I had one bracket that was in the fifth percentile but not from the top oh. but down at the bottom oh. i was in the 05.6 oh. range with that particular yeah. bracket did you just blindly fill out put just throw a dark I, wall or I, what did you i think i would have done better if i had just blindly done that so out of like 10 brackets this year all of them except one we're under the 40 percentile, no. just a disaster yeah. of the year. Mine wasn't, uh, wasn't good. And I even, I had the dirty dozen went in, even using the dirty dozen, I just still didn't do anything, but, but can I, can I brag for a moment? Dirty dozen, 12 years in a row. It's 12 and oh, it has never missed. We go on to 2023 and see if we make it an even 13 Baker's dozen. Well, and I did use that. I did not put any of the dirty teams into the winning role you know in this and i still managed yeah to be one of the worst uh prognosticators of all time i like to think that i'm pretty consistent and apparently if it comes to bad picks in the ncaa if anybody listened to the podcast i told people to do whatever i said and take the opposite 
And by gosh, you would have you would not have missed a game. I, I should have done that. <laughs> I mean, it was I listen, horrible. I listened to the pundits and I had Gonzaga winning, winning it all. And I should have listened to my gut check and my numbers. Gonzaga was not dirty, but there, there are some reasons that I don't pick Gonzaga. And I went against that. And that's the whole point of the dirty dozen is to, is to cut away the chaff, cut, cut through the noise and get you down to the, the 12. And, and I, I, I didn't do that, but uh, I'm not dirty dozen. Because Drew Timmy looks like, um, Will Ferrell and semi-pro or yeah, yeah. In fact, I think that Tim, when Timmy graduates, he's gonna play the Miami Tropics. I think that's uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, hey, let's hit the phone lines now. Let's uh, the, without further delay, Demonte Williams, the Illini guy here in our state-of-the-art studios. Demonte, uh, good. Did you fill out a bracket? No, I ain't. <laughs> I ain't fill out a bracket at all. Well, Demonte, we expected you to have like the magic key to victory. And, and I did have a couple brackets with the Illini going all the way. I did. Um, so, I, you know, I guess, I guess now, now that you're going to be out of the college basketball player role and into real life mode, are you going to start filling out brackets next year? Oh, I don't know. Um, maybe if it's like a, a family thing, but I'm not really into, really into that stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, tell us about what's the vibe right now around uh, around Ubbin and around around the team. Um, you know, the off season is officially here. Um, you know, uh, the coaches, of course, were in New Orleans at the coaching convention last week. So, what's the vibe right now um, with all the guys? Well, I mean, I mean, everybody got back to work um, and, and been working ever since. Um, whether it's me, Trent, and just going down the line, um, even with the freshmen, I know they. They're working uh, extremely hard like they normally do. Um, yeah, is everybody just still in the work mode? Yeah, definitely. DeMonte, I apologize to the other guys trying to get you to become uh, a gambler. Uh, they're trying to turn you <laughs> onto another vice there. I, you know, I, you know, so yeah, that's we're, how they are. Our work is just starting, uh, yeah, they, Brad. They, I actually used to be a really nice guy. Um, until I met them. So, um, and then they turned me and they, they gave me all these things. And so, so Monte, as you kind of go through this, what's, what's it like for you? Um, you, you know, you're back, I'm sure you're in the gym, you're working and things. What are you looking forward to doing? I mean, are you looking to, you know, move on, play professionally? What are you, what are your, what are your thoughts, uh, right now? You've had some time to kind of sit back and relax. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, the goal is to play as far, as far and as long as I can. Um, but yeah, no, that's the next step. And, um, I mean, if it doesn't go through there, I mean, I, I mean, I'd love to get in coaching one day. That's interesting. Um, you know, have you, have you thought about like what level of, of coaching you would like to get in? Are you a guy who, you know, wants to get the formative years, you know, when the kids are just learning the game? Are you somebody who wants to go up to that college, you know, level? What, what do you think would be the best age group for you to work with um i'll say high school or up i'm gonna gonna put you on the spot here uh name a coach that you'd like to pattern your career after name a coach yeah does it have to be uh aau or any level any any level anywhere it could be a grade school coach um nick irvin and brad underwood 
Well, those guys have done okay, so that'd be good ones to, yeah. to pattern after. <laughs> so you're doing doing all, you picked good ones to follow there. Uh, yeah, Demonte, I got to ask you a question. Um, you know, you were talking about work. I've seen you doing some workouts with some younger kids lately too. You mentioned getting into coaching. It uh, been back mm-hmm. with David Williams and done some workouts with some high school kids and boys, girls, whatever. Talk about how how that feels to kind of be in the gym there with those kids. Um, it's just always good to to see um, kids chasing their dreams. Um, everybody's just chasing their dream, really, and just be, wanting to play basketball for a really long time. And uh, just seeing everybody work at it is it's fun. Now, every coach, you know, has their tendencies. You know, like my teams, we couldn't shoot, but we could play defense. Um, Brad's teams, they can shoot. And then I'm, I, I can't comment on their defense. Um, what what were you, what do you think you're going to be as a coach that if you're looking at like that, or is there going to be a part of the ball or a part of the, you know, one end of the court that you emphasize over the others? Or what do you think your specialty is going to be? Um, really, um, more on the defensive end, um, scheming and uh, being able to cut other people's waters off, um, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh of course uh he's going to teach how to guard people six inches taller than you effectively <laughs> at the same time yeah. uh like that that's right that's right hey Devonte, we will uh leave it there for right now uh we look forward to talking with you uh, again next week yes sir good talk it's always good talking to y'all all right good talking to you too Devonte williams thanks Monte. see you next weekend and always an Illini guy right here on the Sports Spectacular. Time for the Illini gals up next. The ladies of IlliniGuys.com give us their perspective. Basketball, football, Final Four, we'll ask all about it. It's coming up next on the Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. We continue here on the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular in this segment presented by OSF Healthcare. You know, we get a chance, uh, not as often as we would like to, to get a different perspective here. Um, some of the members of the Illini Guys community don't realize that there are women lurking among us. And we tell them to keep it clean because we want to make sure you're respectful to all of our members here. Um, no, the Illini gals, we've, we've had them on the show before and uh, they're back now to get their perspective on so many things happening right now. Sue, Mary and Lauren, uh, welcome back to the Sports Spectacular. Hello, Larry. Hello. Hi. Hey, big news. Uh, just uh, on Thursday night, Sky Clark, the five star. And I know in the break right now, you guys were talking about that. Uh, uh, give us your thoughts on, on Sky Clark joining the Illini. It's exciting. We haven't had a, a player of his caliber in a long time. Seemed like it happened kind of quickly. So gets the ball rolling for this offseason and can't wait to see what he can do. 
I'm excited because uh, he's a five-star recruit and we know that the five-star doesn't always matter, but it says something about our program and where we are on the national uh, level. And so I'm very excited. And I'm actually excited about the three guards anti who, who are coming in. I think it's amazing because we've been through the valley of despair when we had uh, the assistants leaving and, and people were moaning and groaning and we'll never get any players. We'll never do anything. And now <clears throat> with this incredible thing with, I mean, here's this young man on ESPN U and he's has a national audience and he's committed to us and he's shouting out to Brad and the coaches and especially Fletch. And then all these other five-star recruits are retweeting him. It's an exciting time. Yeah, that, that is really cool. And it was fun on Thursday night to kind of go through that. It's been a long time since we've had somebody of that magnitude um, commit to U of I. The question I have for you gals is here we have a, a team that is for three years, got the best record in the Big Ten, got a Big Ten tournament championship, a Big Ten regular season championship. So what are your reflections when you look back on this past season? You know, any surprises, anything that jumps out at you when, you, uh, when you'll be looking back on this year? What, what, what's the kind of the main theme or the thing that jumps out at you? I think the fact that we were able to win, co-win, co a Big Ten season championship is huge. I think it took a great deal of intestinal fortitude for this team to do what it did, given all the injuries and uh, just everything. And, and so I'm really proud of them. And, and to me, this is just another stepping stone to the big pit prize, which is a national championship. Yeah, I agree. This, this team really fought, fought through so many injuries and, you know, the Kofi suspension at the beginning of the season and just crazy injury after crazy sickness. And it's amazing that they were able to win a big 10 championship and uh, do everything they did. And, and they even, you know, when I look back at the season, some of the more exciting wins were those road kills they got at the end. And it maybe shouldn't have been so close uh, up in Northwestern, but I was there and it was real exciting. And I think, I think that game, it was pods that had a few great plays at the end there. And, you know, what we've seen from some of the freshmen this year makes it exciting moving forward. I think that you couldn't have had a bingo card with all the things on it that we went through this year. (laughs) I mean, when you really think about it, it, I mean, if someone had said before the season, all these things are going to happen and you, everything would be worse. And now the next thing, Oh my God, next, next, but, but, Oh, but you'll win the big 10, you know, then I think people would take that, but I, I just can't imagine, you know, the highs and lows that Brad's been through and, uh, you know, trying to keep everybody together, everybody positive. And I think that, like you say, I think a couple of players, they look like they had run out of gas plus injuries and the other things like pink eye. And I mean, um, it, it, it is a special season and it makes me really sad that, uh, there are people that complain and they, they just take it for granted and 
they they talk bad uh, about Brad saying that he's an underachiever because now we hadn't made the NCAAs for years, but now we've made it, but now we haven't gone far enough. So you can tell that we're making progress as a team and how they're doing by the complaints, I think, of the most annoyed fans. <laughs> well, so, or yeah. most, most annoying fans. Yeah. I have a friend who is a Michigan alum and she's, she calls us Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's obviously on Twitter, huh, Larry? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, it was just kind of funny because I, I look back at this season and if you wrote a movie and you gave a team all the ailments and all the hurdles that the Illini had this year, and then you had them win the conference title, the critics would rip it because it wasn't believable. I don't know if you guys thought that same thing or not. Yes, yes. Like a made-for-Disney story. Exactly. (laughs) And you're right. And I love the bingo card uh, analogy because all the bingo I've played, uh, appendicitis and pink eye were never options. Uh, on there. So you're, yeah. you're exactly right. Oh, uh, we were talking with the Illini guys, Illini gals on the Illini guys sports spectacular here. And uh, this uh, segment here presented by OSF Healthcare. More with them coming up in just a moment. Stay with us here on the sports spectacular. You're tuned in to the sports spectacular on the Illini guys radio network. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. 
proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Right back here on the Sports Spectacular, all along the Illini Guys Radio Network. It's the Illini gals, Sue, Mary, and Lauren uh, here with us talking a little Illini basketball. And we were talking about, again, all the things that, um, that this team went through this uh, this past season and about Brent Underwood in particular. And I think you're, you're, you're right about this. You bring up a, a very good point, and I'll, I'll start with Sue on this. You know, with with Brad Underwood, what he's done, you're exactly right. Not only has Illinois returned the NCAA tournament, which they hadn't done in several years before they are able to finally break through, but they're top four seed. I mean, you're not just squeaking in as a 10 seed and trying to get in. I mean, you're, you're coming in at the very top, and now you come in, like you said, you've got five stars on national TV uh, committing. That stuff doesn't happen with Illinois, and you've got All-Americans and guys in the NBA and I mean, this is a program that is, is, there's no question it's on the rise. I think it's awesome. And I think it's amazing because if you look at, uh, at six, seven years ago, where we were as a program and where we are now, and uh, I mean, it's what he's done is just incredible. And I think it's put Illinois back on the map because, you know, our fans never gave up that sense of that we are a tremendous historically great program because, and if they tried to say this in other forums or, or nationally, people would just laugh at us. And I don't think people are laughing anymore. Well, I think if they're still laughing, they're uh, late to the party because <laughs> the more other fan bases and national media talk about how your program isn't doing well and your coach should have done more and whatever, that's when you know you're there because you're a threat and that's why they're talking about you. Absolutely. And there's all these people saying how, um, you know, you, you look at uh, the different players that we've gotten and there was a time where we weren't getting top players and they, especially kids from Illinois were going uh, to different programs all over the place, even in the big 10. And now we're starting to get all the top recruits talking about us and, the media is talking about us and the Twitterverse is talking about us. And it's great to have that buzz around the program. And it's amazing how the expectations have grown exponentially over the course of these last two years. When you look at the teams that, you know, Trent and, and DeMonte came here in their first couple of years and Io's first year. And those guys really helped turn, turn our program around. And it's, it's exciting to see where we're going to go in the future. You know, Lauren, you also forgot the other big factor, of course, you know, the last couple of years in basketball and then last year in football, of course, the Illini guys were around. And that's <laughs> obviously a real key to this turnaround and success. Um, I, I, I apologize. You're right. It's probably the most important. <laughs> you know, thank you. I, I'm sure Josh Whitman, Brad Underwood and Brett Bielma will argue with you, but I think you sound wise. I, you know, they're, they're, I bet they're just checking, checking the message boards, just like the rest of us are. <laughs> well, you they, know, every, every, <laughs> they do because every once in a while, you know, um, but, but anyway, uh, now we go over to the football side. We've got the spring game coming up here pretty quick. We've had some, uh, a couple of, uh, you know, really good recruits on that side, uh, jump on board. What are your thoughts towards, uh, August? when uh, Illinois will take the field against Wyoming and kick off yet another football season. Uh, but this one with maybe a little more hope than what we've had in the past. 
I ran, uh, this is funny. I ran in, I'm in Arizona. So I ran into some uh, Iowa fans at Walmart of all place. And they uh, most graciously said we had stolen their guy in Coach Bielema. So <laughs> I think when that's the feedback you're getting, uh, I think that's a good thing. And, um, you know, we've been down for so long. I'm excited for just another opportunity for improvement. And I think we've added some really class athletes and I'm excited for the future. And um, how, how could you not be from where we've been? How could you not be excited and be happy for the direction the program's going? Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, I think there were, there were a few bright spots last year, like Penn state, and they were close in a couple of uh, big games that, you know, I think if they build on a few of those, that those types of wins and some momentum, they could, get it going and have a few more of those this year. I'm really looking forward to see, seeing how things are going, because I think that uh, especially with the new offensive coordinator and, and uh, uh, coach bringing in his kind of players for the kind of offense that he wants to run. I think that uh, it's looking up where everything was pretty bleak, but I, I really truly do believe that one of the very first things that, he did when he was hired was I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he's a hall of fame football coach in Illinois. And they hired him to be the liaison to other high schools because, you know, no one wanted to come to Illinois. We were horrible and they didn't reach out to Illinois players. And I think uh, Brett Underwood has done the similar thing with the, on the basketball side too, but you know, we can, recruit and keep some players home and start to build this thing, then it will be, uh, we'll have some momentum, but there was hope last year. And, um, I'm thinking another year and, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this season. You know, that's a great point. And in fact, you know, Caden Fagan, the young man from, from Arthur, Illinois, who's a 6'3", 235 pound, uh, running back linebacker does it all from a small school, but that's somebody that Iowa and Notre Dame both wanted him. And, and to your point, Bieleman made him a priority early on. And we're hearing that from so many uh, prospects in this current class of 2022 class in the 23 class. We're hearing that, that where, you know what? Yeah. We hadn't heard from the Illinois coaches, but, but coach Bielema is there. And, and he certainly has said he wants to lock down the state and he's doing that. We've got about a minute left. Let's get, if you don't mind, um, I, I want to get your prediction. Oh, gosh, I don't even know if I can speculate. If they make a bowl, bowl game, I think it'll be incredible and it'll be awesome. Um, what their overall record's going to be, I don't know. But they'd have to have six wins to make a bowl game, right? right? So six wins. I'm hoping seven in a bowl game. I think my husband is very cautious because in 2007, I said, you know, because my birthday is New Year's Eve, and I said, I would love to, you know, for a birthday present to go to whatever bowl game we play in. And my husband says, sure, that's fine. Thinking, you know, we'd go to Memphis or Detroit or <laughs> and we ended up going to the Rose Bowl. So I don't think we'll probably be back in the Rose Bowl, but I hope we play in a, in a bowl somewhere. I hope you get your birthday wish. That's right. <laughs> if they could get to six wins and more than that would be gravy would be really exciting. And playing in a bowl game would be really exciting and just increase the, uh, you know, the publicity for the program and, and would be great 
showing a great upward trajectory of the program. Sue, Mary, and Lauren, the Illini gals, all members of the IlliniGuys.com. Uh, have a great weekend, and we'll talk with you soon. Thanks, Larry. Thanks so Thanks, much, Mike. And Mike. You guys have a good day. And, all right. Oh, it is Still a great day. It is a great <laughs> day. I will. I and I. There you go. The Illini gals. Quick time out right now, and then top of the hour, top stories we continue here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network.